Welcome back to Blog Access 101. I'm your host, Yoga Bachi. This is episode 90. Remember to follow the social media Blog Access 101 on Twitter, Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Blog Access 101 on Apple Podcasts on Spotify. If you have a podcast, don't forget to write a review. And if you're on Spotify, don't forget to start. Uh, here today, with my co host, LR. What up, LR? What's good? LR, uh, I don't know my Instagram, so forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so we're going to jump right into the first topic, Chiefs-Bills showdown. Uh, this has obviously been a game we've been waiting for since the playoffs started. We knew we were going to get here. Um, I guess I'll start it off. Um, I, I picked the, the upset yesterday with the Bengals. Um, you know, obviously the Packers let us down. I don't know how they lost that game. Well, I know how they lost that game. Uh, they choked. Um, but special teams was abysmal that entire game for the Packers, missing the field goal early in the first half, getting it blocked, and then getting a punt block turn for a touchdown. Uh, even though they still had the ball back, Aaron Rodgers, I don't know what was up with them. Uh, he's obviously not going back to Green Bay. Uh, Dallas, please make that call. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, let's go into the Chiefs-Bills. Um, I think it's going to be another upset game. The Bills have been dialing all all season. Um, you know, obviously, Chiefs started off slow. Their offense starting to get back to what they're normally doing, which is a high-powered offense. Um, but today, I still, I still think that the Bills uh, beat them again like they did earlier in the season. Um, I just think this is the Bills' year. If they don't make it this year, um, they might be breaking that, that team up because uh, I think this is the year they go all the way. Um, I had I had the I had the Bills Bills Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Um, hopefully, I get one out of two right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I, I just yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say, well, we we already knew the Cowboys weren't gonna make the Super Bowl, but you can keep going. <laughs> oh wow, okay, all right, what a hater. They just hate it's cool though. But you know, I, I can't really say much because we absolutely choked. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh uh Mike McCarthy might need to be going on out of there. I don't think Dan Gordon need to be the head coach. We might need to find a new one. Uh Dak might need to be out of there. Uh Zeke might need to be traded. Um so we need to make some shakeups this offseason because uh, obviously this this lineup is not getting it done. Um but yeah, back to the Bills and Chiefs. Uh, I think that Stefan Diggs, you know, I like how Josh Allen is spreading the ball around everybody. Dawson Knox is becoming a proven uh, tight end over this season. Uh, hopefully he continues into the next few years, well, years going. Um, got the guy, what's the other guy? Gabriel Davis. So he's using other wide receivers outside of Stefan Diggs. You know, over the last few years, he tried to force a Stefan Diggs, rightfully so, because, you know, play playmaker right there. Uh, but, you know, I like how he's spreading the ball around Devin Singletary in the backfield, catching out there. Uh, I don't like – they have stopped using Zach Moss for some reason. I don't know why that happened. But uh, I like the way they're using, using Devin Singletary as of late. Uh, I think that can give the Chiefs uh, defense some issues. Obviously, they got Melvin Ingram out there, Tom Ryan, Honey Badger, uh, two, two uh, playmakers on the defensive side. Um, but the other guys, you know, they, they're okay. But um, – if, if if you get the if, if Josh Allen gets clicking, it could get real ugly real fast for the Chiefs' uh, defense. Uh, I think the Bills' defense can at least get a couple stops here and there against the uh, Chiefs when it matters the most. Uh, Jadarius White, and I love that guy, great corner. Um, so yeah, what you think? Well, I'm gonna give my prediction. I think it's gonna be Bills twenty three seventeen Bills. Matter of fact, that's two overs. Matter of fact, I gotta take it back. It's gonna be thirty twenty three because it's definitely gonna be a high scoring game. Okay. Um, I actually like the Chiefs in this game uh, okay. slightly. Um, so just so the one and a half spread is like perfect because 
Uh, I definitely don't think it's overwhelmingly going to be like the Chiefs. Uh, I, I have the Chiefs winning uh, 30 to 20, but I definitely do have it being close in the first half and then the Chiefs offense kind of like, um, you know, getting more comfortable and, and moving, taking the game, taking the game over in the second half. It's just that I can't see Pat Mahomes uh, not coming out here and trying to avenge like the Super Bowl loss. Like he's his his whole mindset was probably playoffs, playoffs, playoffs all season. And now that we're here, I can't really see Pat Mahomes having uh, too many bad games. Uh, when he played the Chiefs, I mean, when he played the Bills earlier, it wasn't one of his best games, but it also was a game that he played on the road. So this game is a home game. Uh, I don't know if I can really fully back the Bills on the road, especially because they've been very inconsistent to end the season. I know they put up 47 against the best, uh, I think it was the best rated defense in the in the NFL, but we saw there was slippage with the Patriots at the end of the season last three weeks. So uh, yeah, I don't yeah. hold I don't hold too much stock in that. Uh, I just don't I don't believe that you that teams beat the Chiefs twice in a season. I just I can't <laughs> see it happening. Um, and I just haven't seen too much good Josh Allen's in the playoffs for me to be like, oh yeah. Josh Allen has ter- totally turned the corner. This is not a game that I would bet like heavy money. Like if this was last year, I'd put like 2000 on the Chiefs, but I-, I can't do that. I'll probably put like 100 or something like that. But I definitely don't see Pat Mahomes throwing two interceptions. I don't <clears> see Josh Allen uh, throwing the long passes. I think he had he had a lot of long passes that game, and he was really able to elude the blitz. I don't see that happening really this game. Um, I think it's going to be close, and I think the Chiefs – are going to, you know, be the Chiefs that we, we've we enjoyed the last three years. And I think okay. they're going to win. Well, you know, uh, that was a nice little analysis there, player. But uh, you said you didn't see him beat twice, get him beat twice in the season. Well, you're finna see it today, playboy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, underdog 2-0 going into playoff week. Um, tickets looking pretty good, except for the Packers blowing me. Um, it was crazy. Um, but, yeah. I definitely have the Chiefs pulling off the upset. And, I mean, the Rams, Bucks. I, I, I want to go with the Rams, but, you know, I, I learned from last time going against Tom Brady what happens to me. <laughs> so, I would like to see the Rams win, but I, I think Brady going to find a way to pull it out. What do you think about that game? Uh, this is this is, this is is an interesting game because I don't know how I'm rooting. Uh, my, my, let me see. Uh, it's hard because I know that if the Rams are the better team, <laughs> I know that I'm not, you know, naive. I know the Rams are better than the Bucks, but I also know that Tom Brady is light years ahead of Matt Stafford. Um, even without Chris Godwin, I feel like Tom Brady could still, you know, take an offense and, you know, not choke in the playoffs. The one thing we, we always know is that you're not going to make Tom Brady choke in the playoffs. You're going to have to beat Tom Brady. And, and do I believe that for four quarters, Matt Stafford is going to be able to beat Tom Brady? No, I can't. I can't do that. I can't even I can't even imagine a game like that where Matt Stafford just decides he's not going to throw interceptions and high-pressure games or like that. Uh, it's another thing where we overreacted because they beat a team that, that was faltering down the stretch when they beat the, the Cardinals. That, that's something that was expected. Just like we expected the Bucs to cover against the Eagles. It was just it was just known. Uh, the Bucks at home for some reason 
they turn into a completely different team. They mm-hmm. they play high quality football. And uh, if Tom Brady could go on the road last year, all three games and make the Super Bowl, now he basically is staring at home field uh, advantage to get to the Super Bowl. I can't see Tom Brady not taking advantage of this. Um, so the Chiefs were a better team last year, and the the Bucks stomped them. So I'm going with the Bucks. I'm going with the Bucks until Brady loses in the playoffs, and this could potentially be Brady's last season. He's definitely not going out right now. <laughs> well, that was a good answer, buddy. Because uh, <laughs> once they lose, they out. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know. Yeah, I just want to see. I don't think Matt ever get the camel off his back. I mean, he obviously won a playoff game, but he played a quarterback the first time was in, in the playoffs. So it was kind of like a no-brainer. They had to win that one. Uh, right. Or, you know, definitely never end of it. Uh, but, yeah, now he's playing the more seasoned bet in the playoffs. And um, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to which, how the Rams each was played. Because, you know, we already know how Matt Stafford going to play in the clutch moment. Uh, let's see what else. What up? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Let's go on to the next topic. You think that you think the uh, Lakers should be should get rid of Frank Vogel and trade Westbrook? I, I guess yeah. I guess I started off. Uh, I've been saying for the last since the season started, he needs to be six man. They still haven't figured that one out. Uh, you know, Frank Vogel said that last in an Indiana game, he's like when he benched Westbrook with like four four minutes left, he's like I went with players that uh that I thought can win a game. That that didn't sound good at all. Um, <laughs> um if I was Russ, I would have like, I'm surprised Russ didn't, Russ didn't snap on him. At least in the locker room, but uh, yeah, I, I, I've been saying for the years Frank Vogel was a below average coach, average at best. Um, he won that championship and kind of got the monkey off his back. Uh, but you know, like like Dennis Green said, we 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 are who we thought they were. Um, we <laughs> I, anybody that didn't had conversations knew Frank Vogel wasn't really a good coach. Uh, he, he was a decent defensive coach, but anytime this year you're you're supposed to be a defensive uh, mogul, and you're getting cooked on the defensive side of the ball. Um, kind of writing on wall like yeah your time is coming to an end um uh but yeah what do you think about that though uh i've, I've never been a fan of frank vogel uh i wasn't nice. a fan of him when they, they won the title because i felt like and i think there was someone here this ashley i think she said yeah they were still he was still making coaching mistakes even in the finals it just the heat were just undermanned uh we had some injuries and so the the lakers took advantage of it but yeah i never was like this Lakers team is going to reach its full potential because like Frank Vogel is the coach. And as long as he's the coach, um, he's old, he's always going to hold the Lakers back. Um, I feel like Braun knows it. He just doesn't like outwardly say it when he does the post game interviews, but like this team was not constructed. Well, um, getting Russell Westbrook for namesake just doesn't make sense when you had depth yeah. and you had shooting well, even though it was inconsistent shooting, you don't you don't take away even the inconsistent shooting to get no shooting at all. Now the Lakers became a team that's easier to guard, uh, mm-hmm. an older team, so they're not going to be as toned in on the defensive side. And all the other teams in the West got better. Like you yeah, knew the Suns, yeah, you knew yeah. the Suns were going to come back hungry. You knew the Grizzlies were going to be good when they got healthy. And uh, shout out to Desmond Bain one of my favorite young players to watch, even though sometimes okay. he takes bad shots. But for the most part, I, I love watching Desmond Bain and, and John Morant play. So, uh, and then who else? 
the Warriors. We knew the Warriors were going to be back if Klay Thompson came back. I mean, and they came. They they've been pretty good even with Klay Thompson still struggling with a shot. I feel like once Draymond comes back, they'll they'll take off like they did in the beginning of the season. They still got to mm-hmm. find out like better rotations. I feel like they're wasting Jordan Poole's talent just because Klay's back. You don't you don't fully maximize Jordan Poole. They they still got to do something with that. But Steve Kerr is a coach that I trust, so I'm not going to have too many doubts on that. Uh, and then people were saying that Kawhi could come back. If the Clippers have Kawhi back and uh, PG healthy, then, you know, they're over the Lakers. Um, yeah. It's just like oh. Frank Vogel is the is the problem. And until they get rid of that problem, they'll never be able to solve the Russ, Russell Westbrook problem. Bro, speaking of the Clippers, how, bro, did you watch the Sixers game on Friday? I did not. I was in Atlanta. I was at the Hawks right. game. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, man, bro, they had a nice little league. You know, obviously they do what they normally do, see their stars and then let the other team come back. And <laughs> man, we was we still was up nine with like eight minutes or six minutes left in the in the fourth. Typical okay. sixers, Doc Rivers. Just 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 blowing leads, bro. No Paul George, no no Kawhi Leonard. I'm I'm just like at some point somebody gotta fire him. And then did you hear in the press conference? I don't know if you saw the news, and they asked him it, the one reporter asked him, "What is the what is the percentage of 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 coaching that led to blowing a lead?" And he was like, "Do you guys ask pop that? I deserve that same respect." I'm like, "Bro, what? You won <laughs> one championship, and everywhere ever since then you've been blowing three one leads several times and just blowing big leads in the fourth quarter." I, I you know I'm always for head black coaches in, in professional sports. But uh, I think Doc Rivers' time has ended because um, enough is enough. Um, Daryl Murray better be highly aggressive before that trade deadline February 10th. Um, obviously, Ben Simmons already said he has no problem sitting out the entire season. Uh, this guy's Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell of an NBA. <laughs> I, I respect it. Um, but, you know, um, okay, the writing is on the wall. Obviously, he wants to get this. Maybe James Harden. Uh, I heard James Harden wouldn't wouldn't be would be open to leaving in the free agency. But I don't think the Nets trade him before the trade deadline. Me personally. So if anything, you would have to wait until the end of the season, unless he thinks unless he thinks that he can do a sign and trade in the off season for James Harden, and they give him Ben Simmons. That would make sense. But uh, for my fantasy basketball sake, I need Ben Simmons to play this season. So uh, I'm going to need more <laughs> to make that trade because uh, he's been sitting on vacation this entire year. And my team, as you can see, is still dominant. But if we get dominant. him, it's, it's a game changer. I'm sorry. Isn't it about to be a three-way tie for first place this week? Nope. I have points, so I'm in first place. That's no, how not. I look you at about, it. You're about I'm to lose me, bro. Yeah, but I'll still have more points than you, so I'll still be in first place. Third. <laughs> no, I'll have more points than you overall. I'll be in first place. Bro, I think the other guy about to take over, man. No, <laughs> I have more points than him, too. I already looked. Oh, yeah. And I'll be in first place in Chuan's League, so I'm in sitting good. <laughs> hey, man, don't worry about it. We, we come we coming in that playoff area and take some heads off, man. It is what it is. No, uh, I'm not. I'm not going to be the folder of the playoffs. I'm not the Packers. I don't know how to take oh. care of first place. Okay, okay. I hear you. I hear you play. You're talking heavy. I like it. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I would like to see the Lakers and try trade – not Buddy Hill. Trade Westbrook, potentially get some shooters like Buddy Hill. 
and and open up that offense and probably get a point guard that can do just. I don't even think because Brown really run the point majority of the time anyway. So they really just need some some floor spaces to spread out the floor and hopefully get a healthy AD back and he can stay healthy throughout the rest of the season when he actually does come back. Um, once they get that done, it's it's uh it might be a good run for that team. Um, but yeah, did you want to add anything else? Uh, yeah. I mean, AD didn't play well even when he was playing. So I don't yeah. think getting AD back is going to make the Lakers all of a sudden be good. Uh, and the Lakers already had a chance to sign Buddy Hill. And they chose to sign Russell Westbrook. I don't even. I think they're too stubborn to even, you know, make that trade to admit that they made a mistake in the offseason. season. Uh, the Lakers are going to play with what they have. Try to ask mm-hmm. more shooters. I don't know why Austin Reeves doesn't get more time. Uh, to me, he's probably the most. Uh, let me think. Yeah, he's probably the most consistent shooter on the team, and he gets the he gets such inconsistent minutes where y'all are playing Horton Tucker, where you don't know what are you going to get from him from game to game so it's, it's the Lakers rotation that is just terrible uh but uh it's good to see uh Lakers nation panic so I can't say I'm too mad at this uh I'm loving how it's all playing out because I love when Lakers fans panic and and don't really know what to do with their team because all of a sudden they wake up and it's the eighth seed and they can't really get over 500 consistently uh it's a beautiful thing the words right out of my mouth, man. I couldn't say it any better, my guy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, appreciate you coming out. See you next week, brother. Always be back to talk about the championship games. Oh, yeah. Bengals versus, uh, oh, I'm gonna say Chiefs. Bengals versus you? Bills and uh, Bucks, <laughs> Bucks versus 49ers. Wow. <laughs> the thing <laughs> is, if it's if it, Bucks 40, the, the 40, the thing is, the 49ers are probably rooting for the Rams. Because they know that they can beat Matt Stafford, and they know they don't want to see Tom Brady in the playoffs. But yeah, oh, no the Bengals Chiefs. After the Bengals came back on the Chiefs earlier in the season, I would not be shocked that the Bengals make the Super Bowl, and I certainly wouldn't be mad. I love Jamar Chase. I would love to see. It. I would love yeah. to see, it, man. I like I like Joey Burrow's. Hopefully, the offensive line blocked from a little bit more. But uh, I love Joe Burrow's. Love Jamar Chase, T Higgins. I told I said somebody it was one of the nicest, youngest trio in the game with T. Higgins, uh, Jamar Chase, and then what was the other guy's name? Oh, Tyler Boyd. There we go, Tyler Boyd. I don't know how I forgot him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that trio. 100%. Yeah. It is, uh, is CJ Uzma, the tight end. I like that guy. Joe Mixon. It's a nice little lineup, man. Nice little lineup. I mean, crazy thing is the Rams have the same kind of core, but I mean, Robert Woods is injured, so it doesn't look like yeah. it. But like next season, the Rams are going to be crazy. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll forget next year. We're going to see what they're going to do today. But, uh, oh, they're going to lose today. We know that. Oh, yeah. No, no question. Hey, man. It's, I don't know. The underdog's 2 0, but it's Tom Brady. So it's kind of like, ah, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Tom Brady don't read none of that. <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady, like, I don't care about no 2 0 underdog. Exactly. We're going to punch this guy in the mouth, beat him by 30 before halftime. But all right, bro. All right, until next week. Until next week, brother. Peace. All right. We appreciate everyone that's listening to the podcast, writing reviews, and sending out the link for other people to listen. Also, we have now have on our anchor.fm slash blog access 101 uh, support where you can send monthly payments of either a dollar, uh, $5, and, or $9. 
Uh, no amount is too little. We appreciate uh, what we can get that will help us be able to get big name athletes to uh, interview on a podcast and buy other uh, supplies you might need for a podcast in the later future. Thank you.